0: You're listening to the Oh Shift Audio Blog, hosted by Jennifer Powers and Mark Tucker. A weekly boost for Shift heads all across the world.
1: Welcome to the O-Shift Audio Blog. This is Mark Tucker. And
0: Jennifer Powers.
1: So glad that you can join us again this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Jennifer Powers, what's going on? You wanted to talk about something right off the bat. Well,
0: I am so excited to promote something other than ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) I want to share with you guys some very special people who are doing some very special things in the world. They are Andrea Waltz and Rich Fenton. They are a beautiful married couple and um, business partners that promote the work that is found in the book, Go For No. That is their book, Go For No. You can find out more at gofornow.com. These people have literally mentored us, right, over the years. That's right. Because they're a couple that... That works together. You've known them for a long time, right? Yeah, through the National Speakers Association, and they're just the most darling people. How'd ever. you How'd you meet them? I think they gave a workshop or something, yeah. and I fell in love immediately. At like a conference? Yeah, at like a local chapter conference.
1: Well, I know when I met you, you were you were already talking about them, and we like one of our first dates uh, we went out.
0: Yeah, and remember we had sushi yeah, that's, right. that's right, that's yeah, right, that's right. That's right, oh, they're just so fabulous. And because they're so sweet and generous, um, and they're very, very successful in yeah. their own right, they have sold like a quarter of a million books. I don't, I don't think I'm exaggerating, I, I really do Of think Go For Now? Yeah, of Go For Now. And they've spoken all over the world. So they're like kind of paying it forward for us. They're using their leverage and their audience to really help support the movement of O-Shift And they've created this really great contest that um, it's an Amazon giveaway and they're giving away the book and maybe some other things. Um, for people who enter the contest. It's very, very sweet.
1: It's very sweet. Um, these uh, Andrew and Rich, they have been mentors to us. We, we call them from time to time, and they've given us advice as we've continued to build our business because they've done it all before. They speak. They've obviously created programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've become very, very successful. I know that uh, they do a lot of uh, marketing in, in the sense that they have a huge list. And They're so, brilliant marketers. Yeah, so when they do a little program like this, they get all kinds of attention.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Go For No is a book for people of all walks of life, mostly people who are in the sales industry or retail. And it says on their website here, get our top secrets for conquering rejection. Eliminate your fears, build your confidence, reduce your stress, and have more fun. And they just do, look, they have a, a complimentary monthly dose of motivation. <laughs> get it? Go for no. motivation. They're just brilliant. They are just brilliant. It really is a message that helps you understand as their their tagline says, yes is the destination. No is how you get there. It's pretty awesome. It's
1: very awesome, and, and we'd love to be a support to them in just a fraction of the way that they've been a support to us. So go to gofornowcom and check it out, and check out Andrea and Rich. Uh, they are such wonderful people doing wonderful work, and I'm so glad that they'll be back in the Northwest soon.
0: Thank you, Andrea and Rich. We love you. We
1: do love you. All right, so... um Today's topic I wanted to bring up, I, I mentioned this to Jen, but um this is a kind of an ongoing theme, something we work around. It's that idea of as a couple, and not everybody out there listening are part of a couple, uh, but many are. And what we find is that a lot of times we get sort of a single couple identity, and that becomes our identity. And what I what I mean by that is we sort of lose our identity in a relationship and adhere to the expectations and desires of the other person, so we sort of lose our individual identity. Do you uh, relate with that, Jen?
0: Well, yeah. As a card-carrying codependent, I can absolutely relate to that, and um, I've experienced it in not one but both of my marriages. Right. So it's real.
1: Well, it's something that uh, was very strong in my first marriage, and I know it was, like you just said, Jen, for you, um, and as that was sort of unraveling, what I found is uh, like, who is Mark? Yeah, you know, as that marriage was breaking up, it's like, who even am I? Mm-hmm. Because I had so bent to be the the good husband and to be the part of that relationship that doesn't, you know, rock the boat. Mm-hmm. And I had a chance to sort of begin to figure out who I was. But really, it wasn't long before we had gotten in a relationship, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially the last four years working together, it's been a challenge to keep an individual identity. Oh, yeah. For you, too?
0: Yeah. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it, but if you were to bring this up as you are now, I'd go, hell yeah, that's (laughs) true, you know? And um, it's not like I don't like that. That's the thing. I think a lot of people find that blended identity, and they like it, and you get comfortable in it, and then you find a dynamic, and then it sort of is, right. and it's not, I think for some people it can be bad, but for others, it like like me, it's it's like a good thing, but is it?
1: I, I think we've done a pretty good job, and, and time will tell, but when we got into our relationship, you were so, I think nervous about or losing your identity, you were pretty clear about things that you needed to keep happening for one traveling for just one example. Mm-hmm. And I think there's been ways that we've been very successful at maintaining our individual identities. But there's I think that it's always a challenge as well.
0: Yeah, because we are being, we're definitely working hard, or some people work hard in a relationship to be what the other one really needs them to be. Right. And so in their absence, we might not be that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, like, when I go traveling, you know, I take two weeks a year to do an international trip, whatever. I am fully myself. Right. I sleep by myself. I eat by myself. I think by myself, <laughs> yeah. for myself, you know? Yeah. And, um... Yeah, it's a different thing. I remember in at the end of my first marriage, I, I think it was so powerful. I would take trips to like Sedona and just get a little you know apartment there right. for a couple of weeks at a time and just like uh, yeah, be like eat what I wanted to eat, not eat cook don't cook you know just come and go and it was quite lovely nobody
1: judging you nobody having expectations about what you're what you're supposed to do you don't have to be considerate of, of anybody of anybody which is yeah. nice it, it takes the pressure off let me give just one example mm-hmm. because i'd like to get to some things that you can do but just one example of something that couples do many of us in our single lives have single friends and we get to do we, we, we end up hanging out with people that sort of nourish our individuality. Yeah. But a lot of us as couples, as we give up our individual friends and we become couple friends, and you go out with other couples and you come home and you sort of analyze. Oh, yeah. You sort of have this analytical conversation of what went right and what went wrong that you would never have on your own. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for any other couple to sort of survive that breakdown, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of... Couples end up just spending nights in. It's comfortable on the couch. Let's just hang out. Let's Mm -hmm. not get together with anybody at all, or very rarely. Yeah. And so we find ourselves isolated together, you know, or people find themselves isolated together, not getting out and not nourishing that individuality. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Well, it's comfortable there. The couch is very comfortable. There is a very um, a great level of familiarity um there's a dynamic that's been set so you know what to expect and then you you go out with whoever and they're not that way i mean like it's almost like you've trained your partner to be the way you know you want the other to be and like why would you go away from that right you got it like you got it all
1: wrapped up right here yeah. you know
0: yeah. so yeah and and it's so so important i mean that is i don't know how many couples are doing it but me and my ex-husband we were literally attached at the hip yeah yeah i mean to a point where i remember If we were in the living room and he went to the bathroom, like to deal with his bodily
1: functions,
0: (laughs) I missed him.
1: Really? Yeah. Like I would
0: feel the absence of him. Yeah. Very, very unhealthy. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: So I think a lot of people listening can resonate with this. And Mm. we're not saying it's awful. I think there's two identities it's the couple identity but there's an individual identity. And what we're suggesting is that that the couple identity not be your only identity. What could we do to have an individual identity? What, what, what are some things that we've done?
0: Well, I think it's first noticing the tendency to have a couple identity. Because right. you can't fix what you don't know is broken, right? right. So right. identifying and recognizing, huh, I think I have a perfect example at the gym today. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do you want to do Uh pull-ups? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you're like, oh, well, I could. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, don't do it. Don't go. Just go about your day. Like, we don't have to do pull-ups together. Do you know what I mean? By the way, I can't even do one (laughs) pull-up. But let's be clear. Um, So it's like recognizing that that is occurring i think is the first thing and then being really kind to yourself in when you recognize it don't self-flog over it it's no big but recognizing it first and then saying huh do i want to continue on this path of this dynamic of couple identity and continue to sacrifice my self-identity yeah because you are, or do I want to do something different?
1: Well, so that might mean having a real gentle discussion with your partner at first, the yeah. loving discussion that says, hey, listen, or having that other person listen to this show and mm-hmm. just saying, I think that makes a lot of sense. I want to have my own identity. It means it's, it's not a threat to our relationship. In fact, it's healthier for our relationship yeah. if we do that, and that's one thing we found. And then begin to discover, like, ways to do that. And one way to do that for you was to do some traveling on your own. I'd Mm -hmm. say another uh, way to do it is to make arrangements to to go hang out with friends.
0: It's as simple as that, you know, join a club, take a class, pick up a hobby. I mean, there are a number of things that once you start to tear yourself away from that familiar, cozy den that is your relationship, right? You'll see that there is a dormant, part of you that is waiting to wake up yes and to be stirred and so be kind to yourself but just step out you know there's this book i read i believe it's called the marriage sabbatical mm. and it talks about this like some some couples this is the extreme but come, some take like sabbaticals of like a weekend a month sure you know a week a year yeah a month a year you know like three months you know they go to the cottage and write or whatever right and it's like it's like a reset it's like a coming back to you
1: as foreign as this might sound to you and we do this sometimes we do um getting a weekend like to yourself yeah and you know and that the bed is all yours you know i love sleeping next to somebody but sleeping without somebody next to me is fun too, yeah. Um, just and like you said, Jen, you were talking about sort of getting to just be yourself and be yeah. sloppy and throw thing. I don't know, whatever
0: it is. Sometimes I don't brush my teeth. Oh, gross! Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're not around to make me feel like you would never say anything, but I'm like, oh, Mark doesn't know that I didn't brush my teeth before I went to bed. <laughs> is that the big ticket for you? <laughs> that's, that's the big lore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good to know. Good to know. for me, I get to leave the seat of the toilet yeah, up. Yeah, and, yeah, And I don't flush until it's like yes, <laughs> right. Neon yellow. If it's, if it's yellow,
0: be mellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah good, that's stuff. good. It's it
1: really is so important. It's part of a healthy, healthy relationship. Think of it that way. It's not a threat. To your marriage, but actually, it's something that I mean, think about going your whole life and not having, not honoring your individuality, honoring who you are and your tendencies and your desires.
0: Yeah, and don't do this without talking to your partner about it. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't just listen to this or someone else or get this idea and say, yeah, I'm going to go be, you know, give him a heads up or her a heads up and say, "Here, here's what I'm thinking, right. and here's why I want to do this because it'll strengthen who we are as a couple. Well,
1: and, and don't make it like it's just some some idea that you're having based on some, like, disgruntledness. Go get one of the many books that have been written about this or have them listen to this and say, you know, this really resonates for me. I want to have that healthy part of our relationship. Do you think we can try it? Like, what do you think?
0: You might be surprised that your partner is all game. That's right. You know, because they may not even know that the dynamic is set. And then you mention it to them. It's like, oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea.
1: Excellent. Well, good stuff. I hope you liked it. I know that you do. Um, Thank you so much for joining us again on this journey as we discover how to uh, have a happier, joyful life.
0: All right, you guys. And in the meantime, love yourself. Thanks for listening. To get your free copy of O Shift or hear more audio blogs, head over to OShift.com. While there, find out how you can get more involved with the worldwide O Shift movement.